Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the greatest spectacle is being brought to you with Julie Chewbacca Fairy, Anthony A.J. Lujan, Clifford Red John Miller, and this is Get the K.O. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Get the K.O. Sponsored by Franken Culture. My name is Anthony Lujan. Well, you just call me Lou, and I get to do this. I get to do the opening segment on this podcast because we had a little gambling situation, and I came in first place. But anyways, you guys know my co-host of the day. We got Clifford Red Dog Miller. Say what's up, Cliff. What's up? What's up? <laughs> and we got Julie Chewbacca. Oh my God! What's up, Julie? Oh my god, Cliff sounds so upset right now. I'm loving every minute of this. <laughs> so what what people don't know is we decided to spice up this podcast and have a little fun. Last and we're gonna keep the score of each prediction that show that we do. And the loser, Julie, this week has oh, to yeah. do a challenge. So now she's gotta upload a video to Frankie no, Culture of no, her no, doing no. the no, bottle no. cap. Uh-uh. No, you uh, don't, motherfucker. That's not exactly how... Uh, I, you, you obviously don't go back and listen to the podcast or remember <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> we said it's going to be tallied each month. This is the beginning of July. It is only eight. Oh, my God. We're doing, we're, that's only six challenges. You guys are no fun. It's four. Okay, anyway, so Julie is... Julie oh, came yeah, I in, lost. I lost. In, in third. Listen, uh, I have no I think problem. She, two, two and seven. I think she went two and seven. Cliff... Went he he went over five hundred five and four, and yours truly went six and three. So I got to do the opening segment. How are you guys doing today? Good, doing real good. <laughs> I'm fine. Like, I feel like you're just yelling into the microphone because you're so excited. So hyped up. Sorry. Okay. Anthony took two scoops of pre workout for some reason before the podcast. Did you really? That, that was this morning, thank you, and I was miserable till about ten thirty this morning. I was so jittery. That's hilarious. Jeez, man. I had a friend of mine drink. I don't remember what pre workout it was, but they drank a pre workout, and he messaged me, and he was like, "My body is vibrating, and I can't handle this. What do I do?" And I was like, "I don't know. Fucking run out." Just jog in place, bro, until the feeling goes away. I don't know how to do this. I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> so wild of him. All right, so let's break this down, right? So obviously you heard Anthony. I went five and four. He went six and three. Julie went two and seven. Um, jumping into the early prelims, though, we had a lot of fun fights, though. All the I'm not saying that they were bad, uh, but Julie Avalea. Definitely came on top against uh, Kinezad, and that was one person I did have was Kinezad. Um, Ishmael fell by decision to re- uh, Reconteur, so hey, big ups to him. Mm-hmm. He did control that fight really well. Did you guys see that fight? I I, I didn't. Um, I had to like make sure I got <laughs> you y'all. You at least know about the kidnapping of oh, me yeah, by my family. I got kidnapped, and I was like, yeah, the laptop so I could watch fights. <laughs> That's right, and Anthony was doing family photos this weekend, by the way. Congratulations yeah, the only, on the family photos. I, yes, congrats. Yeah, I saw. I, I missed um, the early prelims, but I did catch um, the prelims. 
So okay, well, uh, yeah, I so. didn't even get. I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even get to watch the prelims. I, I was driving and do not text and drive, kids. But I was streaming and driving. <laughs> so Chance definitely did a lot of controlling in the fight. If you guys want to break down for it, uh, Ishmael was 56 of 82 total strikes, 21 of 43 in significant strikes, two for two for his takedowns. Uh, Chance 48 of 112, four for 24 in his significant strikes, two of eight for his takedowns. So a lot of his stuff came from his takedowns, a lot of ground to pound in between the second and third round. So it was definitely a big ups uh, to Chance. This was cool. Um, y'all took Jack Marshman because I love Jack, blah, 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 blah. Edmund, my, my boy Edmund came up on the top. Uh, oh, I was really, I saw that and I was like, oh, I have no problem losing. I said that though, the entire yeah, you time did I was say doing that, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Lowe's. I don't give a shit. I just want to watch people punch each other. Yeah. Go. Well, I mean like Edmund, so leading up in the card, right? Edmund, it was uh 13 to 24 for total strikes, uh, and significant strikes. One for one for his takedowns. Jack Marshman over seven. Um, so the South Wales, uh, great. Uh, it just, it just didn't have, it wasn't his night. And I'll be honest, like, I like Jack Marshman. We talked about this on the, on the prediction show. Um, but yeah, so Edmund came up on top. He got take down and he just, he just did not let go. It was relentless. So we're going to jump right into the prelims. This is where the card really started taking, uh, shape. Uh, so let's start us off, right? Alejandro Perez versus Song Gyodong. Um, Julie and her childish smiles. I know she's freaking out because she wants to talk about this fight. So let us know about Yudong. Who me? Sorry, I I was like I was re- I was still giggling about the name. I'm I know sorry. that's why I picked you. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so funny. I can't help it. I'm five. I don't know. Um. Oh yeah, actually no. Um. It was a good fight. I I was pleasantly surprised with how quick it was. But that is pretty much my dis- my overall take on the entire card. Yeah. Some of these fights. And you'll figure out when we get to the main. So this was another one where I was fine with how quick it went. Um, you know, sure. um, I can't even say his name without giggling. You got to give it to fucking Anthony. Uh, I'm going to just fucking gonna laugh too hard. Yudong came out with his devastating uh, left hook. Dropped Perez right to the ground instantly. Massive, massive knockout. And it was like... Perez got starched. It wasn't like he went down and like was able to get back right. up. He stiffened like a board, and it was it was no. brutal, man. It was a brutal knockout. Right, big up. Like I said, I, I I can't help but giggle with his name, but he looked good. He looked good. I was like I said, I was pleasantly surprised with how quick that was. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I there that was like that's kind of what I felt with a lot of these things. There was a lot of performances in which i was i was pleasantly surprised with the way they did you know even if it didn't work out into my favor yeah you know even if the person i picked lost i think this entire card has been something where yeah i'm well, down with that this was that fight i mean anthony picked yudong to win this fight so it was a big it was a big call out for him um i definitely kind of when he uh when we get a chance, we'll probably get him to give his opinion on the fight and see what he uh how he felt because I know he was all excited about it. Uh, moving up, women's straw weight, right? Claudia Claudia Gadalea versus Randa Marcos. Um, this fight went all three rounds. Um, yep. And I felt like I felt like watching this fight. Marcos was uh like in, at the beginning she was very like, hey, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, but then like. I don't know, it felt like right towards the end of the first round, she kind of like laid off the gas pedal and was like, 
I'm not in as much. And it just, she just teetered back, like slowly yeah. was pulling back in the fight. Um, it seemed like at some point she realized that she wasn't going to to get Claudia in the way that she might have planned. Right. You know what I mean? So it seemed like she kind of was like, oh, shit, and rested back in herself. And usually when you see a fighter does do that, that's kind of when they start pulling back on the gas pedal, pulling back all on that shit, being like, uh, well, I don't know. Let me figure out how I'm going to do this. And that's when you got, you know, that pullback like we saw. Yeah. I don't was, know. I was I was fine with her in the first round, but I was a little disappointed that she wasn't as into it later later on. Right. It was it was definitely eye opening to see Marcos pull back in his fight as hard as she did. Um Yeah. Alright, so next we have is uh Marlon Vera versus uh Nohelin uh Hernandez. Um, I think it took Hernandez in this fight. Probably should have taken her. Vera. Um, submission, second round, uh, three twenty-five. It was. It wasn't like it was a close fight by any means. I mean, I know Hernandez was landing a lot. Um, he did have one takedown right. in the fight, but Vera, man, he got the one takedown and he just dominated the rest of the rest of the uh, round. In the right. Round. Scored that huge, huge uh, uh, win. So big ups to him. Um, and right, then, that's kind of why I chose him. I don't know. I I had a feeling he was gonna pull out some funky shit. Yeah, no, and he did. He was uh he right. was massive with it. Um, in the last one, uh, on the prelims, right, we had Gilbert Melendez over uh versus Arnold Allen, and this fight as well went all three Bro. all three rounds. This is a great fight. Bro, I've, I've never. I yeah, I've never been like. While I was watching it, I was never been so pissed at choosing somebody, if that makes sense. It's nothing against Melendez, but when I was watching Alan, I'm like, yeah, no, it's Cliff's right. I'm sleeping on this motherfucker. I should probably chose him. <laughs> like, just watching him in that fight, I was like, shit, man, I probably should have chose him. I really like how he's doing right now. I mean, it was clear It was clear enough for me. I mean, Melendez is good, but I was, as I was watching Alan, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, so- I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so let me touch on this really quick so uh Gadalea scorecard was 30 27 30 27 30 27 i had as well 30 27 model wins by uh submission rear naked choke and then arnold allen versus gilbert melendez 30 27 30 27 30 27 and actually i think the second round i scored it a 10-8 round even though there's a 10-9 system I didn't think Melendez did a lot. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like was kind of bouncing, just kind of staying there, taking shots, not really moving yeah. in and out. And so I think I actually had it thirty twenty six, right um, for that fight. Yeah, like I said, when I was watching it, I was really impressed with Allen and kind of going, Gilbert. Well, got pissed at you. Yeah, so like because and- your name Gilbert, well, and you're. Mil- but and you're a good fighter, but I was kind of like, "What are you doing?" Like you said in the second round when he wasn't really moving around a lot, and he just didn't seem—I don't know—I it almost seemed like he was caught off guard with how well, um, how how Arnold answered his questions. Like I said before, it, that's been like the thing that I've noticed is like you'll see that someone gets stripped up. They're like, "Oh shit!" That's what it seemed like with Gilbert. That's why it didn't seem like he engaged as much. Yeah, and that's what I was. That's what I was. I was gonna cap. I was gonna say that too. Was that Gilbert just didn't look like 
Gilbert didn't look like he was interested in this fight. He just looked yeah. like he was, um, not, I want to say collecting a paycheck. I just felt like Gilbert was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm here bouncing around left, right, punch, punched in the face, punched hey, in the face. I'm getting paid today. I'm getting paid to get punched in the mouth. Sweet. Right. Because, like, all of his angles, they, there was no angles. It was like, Alan was bumping left, bumping right. Then he would, sh- he would hit a shot where, like, Gilbert was like, I'm going to just walk straight into you and get punched in the mouth. And, like, I was like, come on, man. Like, I, I was disappointed in, in Melendez's performance. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I gave said, Alan. Right. Yeah. Like I said, when I was watching it, I was like, ooh, I'm sleeping on Alan, apparently. And I'm a little irritated that I've invested more in get Melendez. But watching it, it was just, dude, you might want to give a fuck. You're kind of... uh kind of on television fighting for um money you know you might want to care a little bit yeah but, i think know. wasn't this fight just on the me. espn card like on espn i believe yeah that was on me yeah exactly that's why it's the television talk well no 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 yeah that's that's not me kind of like Hogan. but i think no that was me having a moment <laughs> yeah because didn't joe rogan at some point in time he was like yo like this fight is on ESPN. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just right. kept saying it, like, over and over. He's like, yo, I just, I don't get it. I don't get why you wouldn't be more active in the fight. Like, you just, like, you just look scared to fight. And, I mean, it's, it was what it was. It was super disappointing. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in him, and uh, that was a tough break. Um, Anthony. I'll tell you. I wasn't as disappointed as I was as the fight that's coming up on the main card. The first fight on the main card oh. was my decision. <laughs> hey, um, Anthony. Yes, sir. Give us give us your thoughts on the because I know I know how much your heart is just bleeding to talk about this fight. Give us your thoughts on the Perez uh, Young Dong fight. Again, I didn't get to see it. I didn't. I haven't been able to watch the highlight yet, but. I was the only one that picked it, and I, and I, 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 it's a KO. It, it was a straight KO. That's all I heard. So, which one of these prelims fights did you actually start watching when you were streaming and driving? None of them. It was literally the, uh, oh no, I did watch Gilbert Melendez uh, get owned for three right. rounds. Yeah. Right. That's what, how did you score the fight? Because I, like I said, I scored a 30-26. Uh, I scored that thirty point five. I think I think that I think he only did an uh a, a full nine round nine point round one time. I think he did it in the second. You see, I got it in the second round. I got him as a as an eight. So I find that kind of I find it interesting though. It might be no, it might be a third. Sorry. Okay. Yes, the third. The third he had a little bit more of a pickup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel where you're coming from. All right. So. Let's jump into this because this is the main card, and I know how much Julie's heart hurts. So, Diego Sanchez versus Michael Chisel. Um, yo, that this it hurts. It's y'all saw how the motherfucker looked when he walked in the octagon, right? I thought <laughs> Diego was gonna eat, literally eat a, a live person. Okay, like was I the only person that thought that? No, no, he he like, definitely looked like he was about to murder somebody. And, and then he, he got in there, and then Mike was like, oh, by the way, I'm your new sweater. And I was like, well, what the fuck are you doing, Diego? What the shit is this? What and let's be. It's funny because about? I scored this fight 
Okay, so I scored this fight 30-27, and I thought that Sanchez was moving in this round, like mm. landing. But apparently, the judges definitely had me beat because they had it 30-26, 30-26, 30-26. So they scored, like, they pretty much just shit on him. <laughs> like, right. I, mean, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought it was a 30-26 fight. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, it's kind of, it makes sense. Like, I, I, as much as, I mean, I was saying, like, I didn't want to go against the mulleted wonder, even though he doesn't have the mullet anymore. Um, But, like, I I was really hopeful for the way Diego was, like, get walking in. I was like, oh, look at him. This guy looks like a fucking prison yard killer. Oh, you look like you won't eat somebody. And then he got in there, and then Michael just fucking he had it's like he knew what move to make in the next step before Diego did you know what I mean he knew oh I gotta go this place so I can get you locked up even though Diego was moving a lot it's like me and Michael almost had one step ahead of him and I was really impressed by his performance I mean I we knew it was gonna be a great fight like I said the entire time I did not mind being wrong with any of my how much he he looked at me he looked his entrance was per norm. It looked like he was ready to kill or be killed. Yeah. And Michael Chiza, he was so good. Like, yeah. I'm not a big Michael Chiza fan. I mean, he's 0-1 against a dolly. Um, <laughs> he looked good. This, yeah. this, this uh, going going up and weight. Is he going up and weight or down and weight? He went up. Up and weight. Yes, he went up and weight. It's definitely healthy for him. He looks really good. Yeah, he looked a lot bigger. It was definitely good for him to go up. Um, and it's crazy, too, because I think Joe Rogan made reference that he cuts from, like, 205 to 170. So for him to be at 185 now, like, and just yeah, fighting, like, I'm definitely, bad. yeah, he's not hurting his body as much. And he just. Yeah. I don't some want, of that shit is just, you know, people don't, people, you know, like. I get irritated with some fans when they're like, oh, why are they bitching about weight cutting? I'm like, do you understand what the fuck they're doing to their body Yeah. just to be able to step on that scale to be able to then get essentially hit by a car in a cage? Do do you get this? (laughs) Do you get what the fuck they're about to do? Yeah, maybe (laughs) their body might be a little apprehensive about just jumping into this quick. That's something... You know, like the like so me being a former wrestler, Anthony being a former wrestler, um, I guess you never really become a former wrestler. You just you're a wrestler, you're just past your prime. Anyway, um but cutting weight like sucks. Like it's one thing to get there I, while you're working out because you're working out was, slowly. Yeah. I but, was friends with a lot of the team people on the, the wrestling team. So yeah. I used to see all especially with the guys because I used to be big into the choirs and we only had we only had a couple, but we had two of the 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 main guys on the wrestling team on our choir and I used to talk to them a lot about weight cutting. Yeah. <laughs> they used to bring the bottle sucks. to class. They used to bring the bottle to class for spitting and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, all that fun shit. And yeah, I was one of the, I used to be like just sit in the back. Is it in the you know we like wear a sauna suit? Up. No, you'd wear a sauna suit like during class. Yeah, should wear like a, a sweat top while you have a sauna suit on. You're like sweating on the inside. Yeah, no, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. And fuck, no. in fact, it's fucking stupid. And the more I, the that's why when I got to college, um, I weighed in at like I weighed in originally. I told me I could get down to like one fifty two, but I was gonna wrestle the one fifty seven weight class. 
and I was like, I'm, I'll get down to where my body says like that's enough. And I think I, I think I tapped out my freshman year in college at like 155, which is fine. But then the next year I was at 160, and I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not cutting more weight than necessary because it's dumb. Like, right. It's just, I'm just gonna injure my body long, long term run for nothing. You know. Right. The following is a paid sponsorship. Hey everybody, Cliff here with Get to KO, and I really hope you love what you're listening to. So did you know that you can get paid for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered it for ourselves. It's a free app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to this podcast. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast, and you earn a PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into a gift card at places like Starbucks and Amazon. Or, if you're a good person, you could donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. You download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I will have a special code just for you. Simply just use our code, THEKO, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to us enough on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and, and sign up with the code THEKO. I swear, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. All right, enough with the weight cutting stuff. I don't want to talk about it more because it's going to put a big depression on me and just makes you reminisce about things. I want to talk about my man, Jan Blakovich, with the greatest knockout ever on Luke Rockhold. I've never seen somebody with a more dumber look on their face than I did Saturday night. And it's almost equivalent to, like, when Daffy Duck and, like, Wiley Coyote, like, have, like, an anvil, like, drop on their head. And they, like, they're, like, sitting up halfway up trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Now, oh, yeah, I, no. will, I will give, okay, yes, he broke his jaw. I, I wish you a speedy recovery, Luke, but you had the shit coming, and you knew you did. And when you got knocked the fuck out, it, it is what it is. It, it just, that's all I can say. Oh, totally. Holloway, it is what it is. Like, if this makes sense, so I, I understood like I was saying I was saying prior. Um I understand why the derp because of the broken jaw and the whole not knowing what planet he was on. You know what I mean? But I'm also very happy. I'm yeah. very, very happy that happened to Luke Rockhold. What was your thoughts on Anthony? <laughs> oh yes. Oh, <laughs> dude, Luke Rockhold's such a prick. Yes. And he got what he got. He got what was coming to him. And those leg kicks he was throwing looked really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that one shot, his face at it all. And then he's kind of trying to get back up. Bam, got, got, got hit again. Like, right. don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't blame Jan for the extra shot that he gave him because he was starting to get, try to get back up. Like he did look dumbfounded, but he was still trying to make some kind of comeback up and he right. got plowed again. And I was like, yes, yes. So let me put this out there. Um, I know Dana has really urged Luke Rockhold, uh, to hang up the gloves. Um, and he was coming off like a really bad staph infection. That's the reason why he wore the sleeve on his leg. Um, if this is the end, Luke, hey man, you're an ex champ. You know, appreciate what you've done for the UFC. 
I also agree that it might be time for you to hang him up. Maybe go be a commentator with like Dana, you know, for the world tour of talking about fights or just going to ESPN and being a sports commentator. I don't really care. I just wish you the best in your future endeavors. Um, but like I said before, Ooh, you, you had this shit coming. Never. You had this shit coming. You knew it was going to run. And when you got popped in the mouth and dropped, it is what it is, man. So, hey, you jumped up a weight class. Oh, you changed no your way. camp ups. You did all the things that you needed to do to prepare yourself for this fight. It just wasn't enough. And good, sir, you still dropping your right hand. And that's what ended up costing you in that fight. So, right. once again, I'm just going to check and recheck and say thank you. But it's time for you to move on. Bye, Bye Luke. Luke. Bye. <laughs> so, Frank. <laughs> all right. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about the fastest knockout in MMA in UFC history. Motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand my life still from Saturday night, and it's fucking Monday night. What's weird? What's weird is that did we all take aspirin in this fight? We all took yeah. aspirin, right? Yes. We did because yes. we thought Ben wasn't going to be stupid and go low. And I also didn't know that Jorge was, you know, practicing knees to take Ben's face off. Yo, so in case you guys didn't know, five seconds, first round, flying knee. If you haven't seen the fight, don't oh worry. God, someone's, got a, someone's got a gif of it it's somewhere. Not yeah, it's, there's a, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. You can go and um, Oh, brutal also do, you, do yourself a favor. While you're on Twitter or the you know, interwebs, look up our Israel because I put this in the thing that I put in the group. Uh, Israel Adesanya being interviewed during that because he thought he could walk away from the first round of Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren, and in the middle of the interview is when it happens, and his reaction is fucking everything. So much so that later on when Jorge goes to go get inter- interviewed by the same guy, they show him Israel's reaction and Jorge loses his mind. It's so fucking hilarious. I do yourself a favor and watch it. It's great. So let's get in and talk about it, right? Um, eight, eight, the introductions happen, right? They set up the fighters. Uh, Mazavdal puts both his hands behind him and leans on the cage and moves over to his right. As soon as the fight gets started, Ben Askren comes out to the middle of the ring, lowers his level like he's going to shoot because he's thinking, and it's it's crazy because you see the thought process work out. He's thinking that Jorge is gonna or Jorge is gonna throw punches, but instead, what happens is Mazavdal runs full speed. Ben drops his level, and up comes the knee and knocks out Ben Askren. And not only did it knock out Ben Askren, he stiffened out. Like Doug, we call her, we call it a uh, Morgus at her house because it looks yeah. like he got rigor mortis. Yo, he did. He straightened out. Uh, uh, Israel Israel said on the thingy uh, he uh, that Ben Askren brought like brought back planking. <laughs> it rude. was fucking rude and great. But then you know, two more shots were delivered uh, from Massive Doll to Ben Askren. And if you listen to the post fight interview, it makes sense. Uh, Mazavdal said, you know, the reporters were like, it's unnecessary for you to do that. Whatever. The ref's job is to pull the fighter off of another fighter. And Mazavdal felt like his job wasn't done yet. So he finished off Ben Askren. Um, what I really did like right. was Ben Askren's tweet a few hours later where he said, that sucked. 
that was pretty much about all you needed to know Dude, about the fight. I also, I also loved the one where um, I think it was Heather Hardy uh, had said, "Stop giving somebody, you know, stop making fun of people when they lose." Blah blah blah. blah. And he retweeted it and said, "It's okay. I probably deserve it anyways." I was yeah. like, "That's the good spirit. At least he knows he talks shit. He talks so much shit that he deserves it when he gets his ass beat." Like, yeah. That's a true motherfucker right there. That's a yep. true motherfucker right there. Knew exactly what was going on. Anthony, what'd you feel about the fight? <laughs> Insane. Um, oh, gosh. If you guys follow me on twi- Twitter, y'all already know my feelings about it. Uh, hats off. Hats off to George uh, Mazdawal for getting the, the W. But I'm also a big preacher of fighter safeties. Like, like Luke, like the fight before, Luke was still moving around and make getting ready to try to get up or got hit again. Yeah. Ben was stiff. Out, cold. And you're still going to hit him twice, dude? Masterful's a bitch. And, and let me tell you, he said, oh, if I see him in Whole Foods, I'll probably slap him up. If I see you in Whole Foods, I'd run your ass over with a cart. Yeah. And then throw milk on you. You fucking milky motherfucker. Oh my god. Uh, I'm so fucking mad. I, I'm Record literally it. so mad about this. Record because it. um because fighters safety. He was out. He was out. There's no reason for it. Oh, it's the rest job. No, it's a fighter's job to know when it's done. But yes, did Ben deserve to get the shit knocked out of him? Yes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> ben, ben does deserve that. Right. But but he was stiff. He was done. You could permanently k- injure or kill somebody when you hit them again when they're mm-hmm. knocked out cold. Yep. Yeah. No, and I agree. I can, I can George, understand getting getting that part. That's it. Had George Maswell is such a punk, salty bitch. And I oh hope that this, 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 this gets played over and over. I want him to hear this because if he comes to hear the LinkedIn... There is no safety. There is Where, no safety question. for me to hit him. I I hate him. I have a question. Where's the yes. the nearest Whole Foods by you? Because you know that was uh, part of the discussion. Fifty second or forty eighth and O Street here in Lincoln. There you go. <laughs> there you, go. <laughs> you guys go and throw down, and you guys need to go and like you know the organic section. Meet, meet me into the vegetable aisle, and I'm no, gonna shove a fucking cucumber up to- your ass. Listen, you missed the Get best that, joke. You gotta say you gotta go to the deli department because y'all got some beef. God damn. Hey. God, God damn. It. No, we, it, 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 it's stupid. And, and Cliff brought this up to me on the side was, well, I didn't hear you beefing about when Hendo got that extra shot in business. No. And I told Cliff this. I did. I, that is what Hendo did was wrong as well. And looking at Bisman it now, ran, 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 ran. <laughs> looking at Bisman it now. Ran, Matt ran. Looking at Go it ahead. now, you're definitely all about. Looking at it now, you're definitely saying that was wrong. But I remember when we talked, it was either the next day or even even the year after. You were like, "Nah, man, Bisbing needed to get shut the fuck up." So I'm all about that forearm drop. I remember you saying that you were like, "Nah, Hendo did the right thing." And now years later, obviously definitely you know more. We know not. we know more. We know more about players, you know, fighter safety and everything. I agree with you, <laughs> right? Uh. But hey, man. Sometimes I, de- when you- I definitely this Mazdaval, man. You're <laughs> such a punk, dude. I'm gonna tweet out 
Tim every day. I want people to share every day as we're talking. Follow me on Twitter, A Lujan1985. That's A L U J A N 1985. And keep retweeting that. Get it to him. Because I want to run his ass over with the cart so bad. <laughs> and, and Jesus, no, man. And uh, all the bystanders better record it, or I'm going to be really, really depressed that I didn't. But, hey, what a big ups. Dirty big ups to Masvidal for winning. I hope they line him up for a title Fuck shot. You, Masvidal. Big ups to Masvidal for getting the only way. The only way I will ever, ever get <laughs> root for Mazdaball is for him and Kobe Covington to get it and get a double KO. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be fucking both, both those dirtbags deserve to be with each other. Dang. Uh, well, there you go, fight. guys. That's, that's Anthony's, Anthony's opinion on the fight. Well, uh, I, say, <laughs> I say we move up to the All next right, so one. Julie, Someone maybe no, speaking of, yeah, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Julie, I'm going to read you a bunch of names and you tell me what they all have in common, okay? Jermaine Derami, Shayna Baszler, Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, Chris Cyborg, Holly Holmes. Ronda Rousey. Um, Amanda Nunes. They all, they all got beat by Amanda Nunes. <laughs> so I was like, that was they my all, answer. Um, Amanda Nunes. They all got beat by Amanda Nunes in the first round, and they're all former champions. Well, actually, yep. one of them's a NXT women's champion, so I guess she's still currently <laughs> like. It is what it is. <laughs> right. But yeah, so there Dude. we go. If you guys didn't hear, Again. Holly Holmes defeated by um, Amanda, Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes. Holly Holmes. Holly Holmes. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again for the people in the back. She Holly Holmes. Holly Holmes. Just saying. <laughs> Fuck. You got to do what you did to Ronda Rousey on your set. Get it. She got. Oh. Uh, but at least now right she can say mouth. she knows what. It, yeah, dude, she can say she knows what. It's, I I know what it's like, Rhonda. Now she can say that, like, and legitimately mean it. Did you she? Know? Was it um? Yeah, that was nuts. Because it was funny because uh, it wasn't Joe. Somebody said it. They're like, "Oh, it was Paul." Paul said it. He's like, "Thank God that was foot to chin and not shin to chin because that kick could have been way worse than what it was." I was like, and he's right. He's one hundred percent right. Like, I'm, I'm glad. I know Nunes was going for the kill shot, but I'm so glad that was a foot, not a chin, that met up with uh, Holly Holmes. And credit to Holmes. Holmes didn't even go out. She went down. She dropped on her butt and looked like she was trying to get back up. But then she got two more to the face, and like that's what ended up ending everything after that fight. But no, big, big ups to Amanda Nunes again, man. Like. She's just knocking off champ after champ after champ, former champ. So Tate, uh, was it Tate, uh, Dorami, uh, Rousey, and now uh, Holmes. It's, you know, and Cyborg. Like, she's on a tear, man. Like, right. we have to acknowledge it. We have to say it, man. I really think Amanda Nunes is the GOAT of the UFC. Yeah, like, no, I I, wa- I I was a little hopeful for Holly just because, like I said, on the podcast last time, I just like her as a person, so I think that was probably swaying me a little bit. But yeah, no, fucking Amanda, she done. Shh, fuck, she's goddamn Nunes, just goddamn. You done messed up now, Nunes. And then, of course, our main event of the, of the night, um, 
John Bones Jones Man. defeats Tiago Santos by split decision. Um, was it 48-47? Yeah. 48-47, 47-48. Um, I, as well, had to score 48-47 for Jones. I thought Jones won one round, two, three, and four. I thought he definitely lost one of five. But obviously, uh, I think if Santos had not injured his leg in this fight, um, I, I, God bless, I think Santos would have won that fight. I'm going to tell you right now that that's the same exact thing me and my husband were saying. Because I, like, you know, I was on a little impromptu thingy with uh, some family, but I had my laptop. And my husband and I were messaging each other the entire time during the fight. And we were both saying, like, uh, I think a, I think a 100% Santos would have done something. And that's why I chose him. I have no problem with being wrong that he lost because I think if we would have saw 100% Santos, I would have been right. I would have been right. And, and because even John said, like, I'm if, you know, if I were to go against him, I would have – I think it was in the post-interview where he said, oh, I would have to change some stuff up. Even John said he would have had to change some stuff up. Yeah. You know, John got wheeled – out of there, out of with in a wheelchair, you know what I mean. They let it be carried out. So I was, I, I'm disappointed that Santos wasn't a hundred percent. I think he might have injured himself in training, and he just didn't say anything because right out the gate that he didn't look, his kicks didn't look as strong as they normally did, and it really concerned me. And then when you saw the wibble wobble happen, I was like, oh no, dude. You just took part of your arsenal away because you're you're it's gonna you know it compromised some of them. But like legit, I was really impressed with Santos. I mean, Jones obviously did everything he needed to do. He looked really great in those the rounds that he did take. But yeah, no, Santos was Santos was a good matchup. I'm trying to get my my head collected still because we've we've seen. Probably the few goats of MMA face John Jones. We talk about DC twice. We talk about Anthony Rumble Johnson. Alexander Gustafsson took him five, and that was a hair difference for Jones. You got Dahagio Santos, who is injured, that made us all get on the, on the edge of our seats saying, this dude might end up beating John Jones for the first time. And holy smokes, did he look good. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, I really want to see what he's going to look like when he is full 100%. Um, right? But, but Bones, Bones Jones, Bones Jones knew exactly what he had to do yeah. to win the fight. He, he To be the champ, you have to beat the champ, and you didn't beat the champ. Yeah. Right. That's what I said. I think. Well, I think a hundred percent. I think a hundred percent Santos. We'd be having an entirely different conversation right now. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I, I rounds two, three, and four. Man, I Jones's guess, elbows so. are still nasty. Yeah, Jones's yeah, na- elbows are still nasty. Yeah, I yeah. But but I will say this though: you got to think about the fact that a compromised Santos still was able to get John Jones wheeled out. Think about if Santos what didn't have a compromised leg to where he could his snap kit, you know, try to do a good snap or anything like that wasn't gonna be a problem. You know, what I mean, think about that. Think if he had a good solid structure instead of one that has a little bit of compromise. He really could have kept lobbing him a little bit harder 
And no matter what your elbows are, if you it, it, you saw the the base of John getting a little wild, you're like, "Whoa, man, that's hurting him! Oh shit! Oh shit!" I think if we would have had a hundred percent Santo, I mean, he got him on the he he kicked his legs out from underneath him at least once. Well, at least I, I remember at least once. You know what I mean? So think about him if he didn't have any compromise. So as, as awesome as those elbows are, man, he took the, if he chopped that little fucking tree down. I I, I you know here's the thing, and I agree. He was smart you, enough. It, if you notice, he was smart enough. It he was smart enough to not get close enough for the elbows. That's what I, I, I I agree with what you're saying. Like if 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 Thagio was 100 percent better, his kicks be harder. But Jones is also probably here's the thing. He he's probably the best trainer for the people that he fight. Not not the best training in the gym, but for the people that he fights. He knows what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it. And, and I think that he knew that his left knee was compromised, that he didn't have to go 100% full steam at him. I think John Jones still had a game plan. I, I think John Jones had a different game plan than what he did uh, against Thagio. Yeah, but even, it, but you also have to think about take his kick. I'll take his kicks out of it. Even when Santos was doing an exchange, I I know that. Bones had like number wise, yeah, he was putting him a lot, a little bit more on there, but there was power behind Santos as well, and he had power all five rounds when he threw through the punches. It didn't like agree. it was only like the first three. So that's why I'm saying I, th- I, I just, I, I'm, I know that John knew that he was compromised, so he, he was like, oh, I don't have to do, I don't have to do what I needed to do. But then, okay, then you didn't really have a good fight if we're going to go down that route. I mean, it was an okay but fight. Yeah, we saw that. He but, didn't have a good fight. He, well, I mean, he, he, number, numbers-wise, strike-wise, this is probably one of the worst fights we've ever seen John Jones do. Well, I mean, yeah. John, John likes to throw and throw in numbers. Look, look at the Gustafsson fight. Look at the DC fight. Yeah. Jones, jo- I bet Jones had, a, had a game plan. And had to switch his game plan in the middle at the, at the beginning of that fight because of that knee, and knew that. I think that it, even if Thaggio Santos is 100%, John Jones's original game plan would would be too much for him. Still, I, I'm not saying that 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 Thaggio couldn't knock him out because being full powered and knocking him out, whoa, it it was pretty close. There's a few close calls. I'm like Jones, you keep barely ducking these out. No, I I don't know, man. I'll have to beg to differ. I think, like, in the second round, maybe that's where the knee gave out. And so, like, Santos really had no balance. But in that first round, man, he was just taken out. I mean, he was kicking in the shins. He was taking the game plan of Bones Jones out. Like, I get it. Bird walk. He can do whatever he wants with those, like, tiny-ass calves of his. But Santos was doing damage, yeah. and it was causing him to like change his stance up and kind of move, yeah. and not take his take a full swing. But once in the second round, it was like Santos tried to throw like some kind of kick. Um, his knee buckled, and then everybody saw it. and And it was funny because I had some friends who just sparingly watch UFC. They legitimately said, "Yeah, he tore his ACL." Like they legitimately called it. And then Joe Rogan 
in the round called he's like yo i think he tore his acl in this round and that kind of stopped a lot of movement that santos was being able to deliver because santos wasn't moving like he was in the first round but what's crazy though and i don't want to i mean you could tell he was numb because he's still throwing like crazy capoeira kicks out of nowhere oh right i was like yo like he's tough but like i said second third fourth rounds like jones came through he delivered that one elbow that busted up uh I think it was in the third round that he busted uh, Santos up right on the right on the hairline. Um, but overall, man, I thought if Santos stayed Santos from the first rounds to the fifth round, I think Santos takes one, two, and three, and Jones takes four and five because I don't know what Santos' conditioning is like going into the fourth round. But the game plan was working. It just a, a string of bad luck got handed down to santos and credits where credit is due he's tough he survived and like if there's a part two when they when they run that back i don't i mean jones is known for having great game plans coming back in the second time around so it'll probably be a little bit more definitive and jones will know what to expect it's not gonna happen though sadly um, jones already said no dan has already been like there's no need so. No, there'll definitely be a need because you're going to see, like, Jan will get the next next title shot. And at that same time, you're going to see Santos knock out somebody else. And we're going to be like, man, see, that's the Santos that we need back in the octagon. And then, sure enough, that fight's going to get scheduled down. And it's going to happen. I hope so. Because I think Santos deserves him. So. I, oh, yeah, I agree. That's why, I, like I said, that's why I chose him. So I said, I mean, I like I said, I don't like John as a person, but... I also just I was saying like I just think Thiago is just a he's a killer man. There's something about him. He's a little fucking he's got they some gruff, and that's why I was I was really hoping he would have pulled it out. But I was Did, still impressed. didn't they say he was a was a Brazilian paratrooper? Like yep, the dude's tough yeah, as nails. Yeah, he's a pe- yeah. That's why I, that's why I say he's a beast, and I I. I would. That's why I've just always been slightly enamored with him because I'm like, oh my god, you're just kind of like a badass. You know what I mean? You yeah. know. So I was a little disappointed he didn't get the win, but I was also like, okay, I'm not disappointed because it was a good fight. Jones won. He earned the W. He didn't like steal it, which is good. Um, I'm not saying he has before. I'm just saying like he's not like it was a quick thing. It was like okay, it was a good matchup. We got to see. Jones get tested in ways we didn't before, and we got to see Dago do some shit that, oh, well, okay, you know, so. Yep, yep, yep I agree. Um, but, yeah, so I think split decision, I think, next time that these two fight, if Jones, now that Jones has a taste of what Santos is going to be able to throw at him from that first and fifth round, I think Jones has a better game plan. He'll probably win by this unanimous decision this next time. Uh, right. Unless, like, Santos definitely knows, hey, my game plan was working. I'm closing the gap, and I'm going to knock out John Jones. So, we'll see what happens in the in the next right. next next fight. Um. Well, I mean that's right. everything. You know, I did want to talk about something really quick. Um. So I don't know if you guys saw, but they were talking to uh, Ben Askren, Ariel Hawale. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Anyway, he was talking to uh, Ben Askren on Fox earlier today, or it might have been even like late last night. Um, it was interesting though, cause they asked Ben, like, when did you realize everything happened? And he said, um, I realized I lost a fight when I was in the hospital. Like, 
could you could you imagine like losing that much time? Like, and they, yeah. he said that when he arrived at the hospital, John Jones was still fighting. Like that's when they took him to the hospital, Dang. which is crazy because think about it. He got knocked out. There's like a, a little intermission. You had probably ten minutes of int- introductions, and then Holmes, <laughs> and then Holmes got knocked out, and then right. John Jones was fighting. So. And he said he didn't realize it till later that night that it happened. And he was just like, oh, man, I lost the Mazathal. <laughs> He's like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I wanted to point it out there. So if you guys get a chance, go ahead and top, jump, uh, jump on YouTube. You guys just type in Ben Askren. You guys can find an interview. It was, uh, it was definitely one of those things that you should check out. Because um, a lot of people were like, He's not going to get on there. He's a pussy. Blah, 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 blah. He needs to retire. He's some trash. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, he got hit. And it's not a one in a million shot. He got hit with a one in five shot. And George Mazadal knew exactly what he was going to do. And he even said it in in the interview. And you guys know. You heard it too. He said, why did you throw the fighting knee? Because he's a bum. He knew exactly what the game plan was. And it was funny how you... All three of us, well, all three of us were in the chat room. We were all talking about, here was the here's the game plan. And as soon as we saw everything play out, we went back and we dissected everything. We're like, well, here's what happened. And we almost called it play for play. Mazavdal knew that Ben Askren wanted to shoot the takedown. So Mazavdal baited him in by putting his hands behind his back to make it look like he wanted to throw. Ben Askren goes to the middle of the ring. And as he goes in the middle of the ring, we saw the sprint speed come around. All of a sudden, Ben lowers his level, bam, gets hit with the knee. And what was funny was what we saw forty-eight uh, a video from 48 hours before where Mazadal was working on that same technique. So he knew that he was going to throw that knee the whole time. And then at 6.48 p.m., there was a text message between, I think it was between Mazadal and somebody else, but... It showed. It said, "I'm throwing the knee at Ben Askren," and sure enough, right. that's happened. So, I just want to say, you know, Ben will come back. He'll fight another fight. He will do what Ben Askren does, you know, and you know, we'll see what happens after that. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys about the fight that happened after the fight. I don't know. It's not really a fight. It's more of kind of like a way of words. Uh, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz talking all of the trash to Khabib. Do you guys see the video on it? Uh, no, I haven't. So let me paint the picture for you. They, got, they had to get separated. Let me paint the picture for you, Julie. Uh, Khabib was sitting in like row two, right? Nate oh Diaz. wait, yeah, no, I take that back. Yes, I have. Sorry, I got distracted. I was reading. So I was reading an article, and I. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I did see that. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? As soon as I... you started saying sit in the row. <laughs> yep, I cannot wait. I hope this is a fight that we can get in the future because I know Nate Diaz is coming yeah. back to box. Or he could come back to fight. Um, but I definitely need this Khabib-Nate Diaz fight to happen. Oh, I just want, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I want them to talk shit. I want them... To mean mug, and then I want them to beat the shit out of each other. Yes. And if not, it will be number one bullshit. (laughs) All right. So, with that being said, Anthony, why don't you give us your link and love? 
Oh, my Lincoln love. Um, my Lincoln love is actually going to be to my family. My mom, Dixie, my sisters, April and Amber this time. And, and you know, and my buddy Kyle. Because we did family pictures on Saturday. Kyle is an amateur uh, photographer. Go check him out at Eagle Eye Photography. Um, and so we did some pictures with the kids and me and Aaron and then a couple of other big, with my big family, with my mom from, who travels from Baird here, with my sisters, my, in, uh, my, my brother-in-law's fam, uh, mom and dad. Um, and then Sunday we had a big, um, baby shower. And let me tell you, my mom and my two sisters put so much into this and I love them so much for it. Uh, definitely. So my shout out to my Lincoln love is to my family, my bloodline on this one. Cool, 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 cool. Julie, why don't you tell them where they can find you? As usual, go on the Insta at a little less Chewbacca. You also find me on Twitter at little less Chewbacca. That's pretty much it. I don't have anything <laughs> else to say. Actually, Andy, than, what the fuck happened to Askren? <laughs> Anthony, where's your plugs at? Uh, y'all, first off, um, I always do this too. I give my link and love, and then I then I go on a little rant. Um, let's rewind a little bit and talk about uh, PTSD and 22 veterans a day commit suicide. Um, all three of us have PTSD in some sort. Me, Julie, and Cliff go through shit. I promise you that. I promise you that I have anger issues, and that's why I want to kick George Madsenball's ass. But, um, <laughs> so, we have so much, uh, in common with PTSD that we know what it's like to be out there alone and not have any buttons. So, all of us, Julie, Cliff, and I all want to let you guys know if, if you don't have to be a military member, uh, to be suffering from PTSD and don't want to talk to us. If you're having a hard time in life, if you just need someone to chat with, reach out to us. All of us are all, all talkers. You hear us on these podcasts. We'll talk for days. Um, we're here for you guys. Uh, Julie gave her her shout outs uh, where you can find her to find me if you guys need to chat. Uh, Twitter, A Luhan1985. My Instagram is Anthony Luhan1985. Facebook, Anthony Lujan, uh, and Snapchat, a Lujan1985. Let's be friends. Send us some freaky stuff. Yeah, so as to echo, um, guys, reach out to us and talk to us if you guys want. Uh, we're always here for you guys, and we're just we're just willing to be an ear and uh, just just chat to us. Um, you can find me on Frank and Culture. As on Frankensteiner, as well as Get the KO, and then you can find me at Nerds at the Roundtable, just doing all the podcasts. And if you want to reach out to me on social media, it's cm underscore miller eighty five, and that's on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Discord, wherever you guys want to look. Julie likes to say it's uh, Christian Mingles and Farmers Only. Farmers Porn Only. <laughs> yeah. Pornhub. Pornhub. There you go. It's another way. Uh, but really. Uh, one thing that I really wanted to touch on too, right? I want to thank all of our listeners. I want to thank you guys for listening to us. Um, I we haven't touched on this yet, but we're going to right now. Um, thank you guys so much for just listening to us on all your favorite 
uh, streams, whether that's uh, PodCoin, Anchor, um, Google, you know, Android, Google Play, iTunes, wherever, Spotify. We just want to thank you guys. Um, we set uh, a record uh, for most listens that we had for the show from the prediction show at like 342, I think is what we, we were at. Um, and that's not even overall play, like overall play. I think we had like 700 plays, um, July 5th. So we just want to thank you guys for taking the time, listening to us and enjoying the content that we're putting out. Um, leave us a comment, send us a message, shoot us a text, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just let us know what you think. Um, and we really, really appreciate your guys' input. Um, so with that being said, guys, tell them bye. No, fuck off. No, bye guys. (laughs) 22. And as always, guys, good fight and good night.